Hello and welcome to this uh, Newsburst Live special. Uh, I'm Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80, and this is brought to you by generalsjoesreborn.com. Also, look, I'm in full fisherman mode today, aren't I? Got this the beard, which needs to shave, I'll need to deal with that soon. And this big woolly jumper is freezing out today. I don't know why. Anyway, hope. Everyone is doing well, got lots and lots of cool stuff to get stuck into. Uh, a news item that popped up early this morning, which kind of threw a bit of a spanner in the works because it would have been nice to have a nice kind of focused episode where we talked about higher toy stuff as well as classified today. But obviously we knew classified was happening today. We knew the images and the reveals and everything were dropping this afternoon. Uh, yeah, I've got full shipwreck, shipwreck bear. I like that wreck ship. That's good. Um, anyway, thanks to everyone in the comments. Um, we're going to get stuck into the news then. We'll start um, with higher toys, um, but let's let's get stuck in. Ow, yes. So, like I said, lots of cool stuff kicking off today. Um, higher toys. We'll start off with with that Destro reveal, and. Uh, we'll get to, obviously, Metalhead and Mutton Junkyard shortly. Um, if you're checking this out either on Facebook or YouTube, it would be great to get some sort of like or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Comment as much as you want. It's all good. We, we really appreciate it, definitely. So, Higher Toys decided to drop this Destro figure. This, well, it would have been late last night, early this morning. It was about... I, what time was I up in the morning? It was early. It was a stupid amount. It was stupid time, but it had already been up for a few hours at that point. Um, so basically, uh, oh, Shipwreck Beard, you were saying, Wreck Ship. Yeah, um, Shipwreck Bear kind of works too, isn't it? It's like Shipwreck, but if he was a bear, uh, I can deal with that. Um, <laughs> um, hello to everyone in the comments. Great to have you along and checking this out. So yes, this popped up, let's just say this morning. And um, it's yet another reveal from Higher Toys who are churning them out uh, right now. Now, we've discussed multiple, like, directions they could go with, with the figures they have at their disposal based on this classified, early classified aesthetic, which seems to be kind of like the, the driving force behind their four-inch line, the exquisite miniseries. And um, looks kind of cool. And effectively, this is a, the Destro that is, you know, a carbon copy of that first version classified Destro uh, that we saw way back in 2020. Uh, wow, man. Wow. What we It's almost, it's going to be closing in on four years soon. Where has the time gone? Unbelievable. February 2020 will be the fourth anniversary of the classified series. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Anyway, so higher, um, dropped this Destro. It looks pretty good. Kind of what you'd expect from a, I don't know, classified-esque kind of uh, design. And it was definitely one of those ones on the list uh, that we expected to see based on the um, direction that Hire are kind of going in, basically. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, someone's asked why are Hire making these, uh, Man of Action says, why are Hire making these and not Hasbro? Well, I guess they... They want to focus all their it clearly to me it makes sense because from from their perspective they want to focus all of their resources onto classified because that is the hot ticket that's what's doing the most selling the most etc cetera, etc cetera. that's what's kind of like the hot thing so rather than not have a four inch and three and three quarter and so on and so forth line it, it kind of makes sense 
that they finally licensed that out to other companies. And this is clearly what's happened here. They've they've gone in the four-inch direction with Hire, and I think it's only just changed in terms of the you know Asian market. It was originally Asian market only, and now is kind of switched over to uh, you know to kind of like a few other distributors now in the in the rest of the world. So it looks like whatever issue they began with contractually has kind of changed. Um, but yeah, effectively, that's where they're going with their four inch line. And they're getting someone else to deal with it, so they're getting the license money. Um, but they're also, you know, other companies having to deal with the the design kind of <laughs> the um, production, the manufacture, et cetera, et cetera. So that's one reason it's easier, isn't it, for them? And then in the same kind of way that they're kind of looking now to almost transition the O-ring to Super Seven, which obviously we don't know that for sure. Uh, we only know of one, um, con- like, what's the word, approved figure for the specific purposes of the Cobra mothership. But it's fairly likely that we'll see more O-ring from, um, what's the word, from Super 7. So, you know, I I, I think that's the, re- like, if you want the kind of basic reason behind it, it's surely to do with the fact that, one, they want to focus everything on classified, and two, this way, by licensing out, they still get money, but other companies are taking on the uh, the other, um, you know, headaches basically. Um, anyway, so this de- this Destro mimicking effectively the the classified one, all of the textures and the lines, uh, the collar, uh, even their head sculpt with the kind of way the lines run through it. Um, I can't see anything like necessarily crazy different because what they tend to like to do is um, they'll get a classified design and they'll utilize like the the almost like the not the conceptual stage but like a stage that we've seen in artwork um almost like a variation of what we see from the final figure uh, in classified style so if you look at beachhead they utilize the artwork on the back of the box for the beachhead design because he's got like gray in parts of the mask and the and the uh, arms paneling and stuff like that so there's there's other aspects of the beachhead figure that weren't in that wasn't in the actual release um same can be said for uh storm shadow who is effectively the first version of the classified style um so that's like to me that's like a kind of nice fun way of going you know doing it like rather than just yeah, like carbon copying, they're trying to do like those early style designs, concepts, or maybe there's concept art that we haven't seen yet that they are privy to um, that allowed them to, you know, do a few different things with the with the figures. And uh, that's what we're kind of getting. We're not really getting that, I should say, with Destro because it's pretty much what the first version looks like. Uh, he looks really nice. Um, again, like I think when it comes to helmet figures or mask figures or masked, I should say, um, higher definitely excel. When it comes to the head sculpts, I'm still a little bit wary. The uh, Roblox one's really good. They've they done Roblox, right? I think they have. Um, one of them they've done recently, which was really spot on um, in terms of head sculpts. Uh, but then like the Flint one was a little bit, oh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, Lady J's is good, but you you can't see some of it because they've been all the shots are like this with her hat, so you can't see all of her face clearly. Um, in any case, 
yeah, this is what they're doing with uh, with Destro, and, and they've done really well here. I think bring on higher falcons," said no one. <laughs> Rachel, yeah, that'll be a classified version. They want to probably steer clear of. I think. Um, um, do they fit in vehicles? That's a good question. But yeah, they're four-inch figures, so they'll fit in the four-inch modern vehicles, hundred um, percent. In actual fact, I want to say they're ever so slightly taller than four-inch figures. Like your kind of you know modern four inch like Pursuit Cobra twenty fifth etc cetera, etc, cetera. but the, yeah they'll still fit in there. No, I'm almost certain of that. Um, yeah, they've they've released loads higher. Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Cobra Commander, Roadblock, Firefly. Um, no, Roadblock isn't out, is he? That's that's what I'm getting confused with. Sorry, Roadblock isn't out. I don't think. Um, who else have got loads? I'm thinking of uh, three zero there. Uh, Lady J, Flint, <coughs> Firefly, uh, Destro now, Major Blood's the other one. Yes, Major Blood was the one I was thinking of in terms of head sculpt. They've nailed that. But again, there's a lot of character to it. He's got an eye patch and a helmet, so there's, you know, there's less features on display necessarily. So like with with Flint, I feel like they've they've got to they've got to change that. I think um, that's a little bit rough. But yeah, anyway. Anywho, yeah, so this is uh, Destro. comes again with all the gear that the classified gear uh, figure comes with, basically that blaster, the pistol in the, the holster, which looks to be a secondary along with the belt, uh, the, um, what do you call it, um, briefcase, and I think the wrist rockets, are they removable? Because one side doesn't have them and one side does. Let's have a look. Uh, these are all the images, obviously. And let's have, Yeah, this is the loadout, effectively. Yeah, it looks to me like he's got molded wrist rockets on that one side uh the big blaster the the kind of gold pistol uh the change of hands the briefcase and the stand so yeah kind of like standard fare there for destro uh be nice to see inside that um briefcase but you don't get any images of that unfortunately but again i'd love to do these really nice kind of product images and i do like uh these images and these backgrounds they put them in very cool uh, and of course, this Destro also, like all of the figures, comes with that connectable figure stand as well. Uh, that is a huge ass pistol, Jeremy. Um, he could probably use it in his hands as well. Brexit <laughs> um, <laughs> says, "I think the gold gun for this higher Destro is the same size as the classified version." I thought that for Lady J's uh, weapons and and backpack and gear, uh, they do look a little big, don't they? Um, yes, big hand cannon indeed, diecast Nick. Um, it would be nice if Hasbro started including stands with all the classified figures, says J. Robert Bryans. Yeah, that's going to be a retro and uh, kind of like exclusive, like deluxe kind of uh, exclusive sort of deal. You're not going to, you're probably not going to see that in the regular classifiers, but yeah. Um, Firefly is going to be my number one. I'm picking him up this week. He looks really good, man of action. He looks really good, Firefly. Um, and yeah, really like what they did with that particular figure at that scale. So it's a fact, yeah, it's like a, you know, a shrunk down classified version. It's very, very neat. Uh, anyway, that is higher Destro. Um, like I said, in terms of getting hold of these figures, that has opened a little bit now and other, other distributors are starting to get them. I want to say, um, I want to say uh, Major Blood was on a major site the other day, major site. Was it, it was either BBTS or Entertainment Earth, one of those two. But anyway, um, it might have been 
who was it? It doesn't matter. Anyway, Major Blood is available to kind of purchase pretty much all over the place now. So yeah, it should be it should be a fairly easy one to get hold of this Destro. Okay then, moving on then. And of course, um, later in the day at one o'clock, as we had explained to, um, you know, since we were aware of the uh, pre-orders for Metal Head and Mutton Junkyard dropping on Tuesday at 1 p.m., um, they did. And they went all over the place because they went to Amazon, Pulse, fan channels, basically. So it's a, it's a you know, y- your classic um, situation. And we'll start with Mutt and Junkyard because obviously we've seen some promo images. Um, this morning, a few kind of snuck out as well, some of the kind of um, more high-end, like high-quality images. Um, but we didn't get all of them. And obviously, thanks to the fact they're now on pre-order Pulse, uh, we've got all of these beautiful images to kind of check out. So straight away, um, it's interesting, isn't it? This almost looks now, and I can't even remember what the, I can't even remember what the first phase of packaging even looked like. Um, Genuinely, I'm, I'm, I'm like lost to remember, but it's got even more, vibes of 50th anniversary than it did when it first came out in my opinion it's got like a very strong 50th anniversary vibe and i think it's the black and blue really more than anything uh, and the star cut out and the way it's kind of shaped but um yeah nice to see the windows back i think for i think a lot of people wanted this back i personally didn't care as long as we kept this and they did and i'm so bloody happy they did um, obviously, we lose out now on the kind of like figure and loadout image, but I don't necessarily think that's a big deal. Does anyone, especially when you've got this, like you can, there's your figure and there's your loadout. So that's one way of kind of combining um, ev- all of the elements, even though you're losing something, you don't lose everything. It's It's quite, yeah, I think that's quite. Prof- not profound. I think it's. I think it's quite inspired. I think it's a good idea to do that. So by doing this, you can see all of the layout, all of the gear, the figure, the the animal, and you don't need that kind of other image because you're seeing exactly what you're going to get. So that's awesome. Um, and yes, we get this wonderful. Like I love the fact that we're getting this on the back of the boxes. Um, and again, this was we've known about this since those images started coming out of MCM London. Shout out to Dan Who Reviews, by the way. A uh, big fan of Dan Who and uh, reviews. And um, yeah, he sent us a bunch of images and videos. So thank you very much, Dan. We really appreciated that, mate. Um, yeah, he, he was basically just ch- chucking in my direction. As And I'll shout out Andrew Karnecki as well. Uh, massive shout out to the Karneckis, uh, Andrew and Fur, and the rest of the crew in demand and, and everyone in the UK. Um, I hope you had a great time at MCM London. It looked like a lot of fun. That's my old horn as well. I used to do MCM London all the time with Nick and the crew. So that is uh, definitely one I miss. Uh, and it would have been nice to be there when, you know, for two straight years that Hasbro have been there. That would have been really cool. Um, alas, though, I'm not going to complain. I, I just did. I'm not going to, though, because uh, we got some cool stuff out of it. Anyway, the uh, the back of this one is pretty straightforward and obvious. Um, it, it is... The call-outs are really cool, actually. It's obviously Cobra's Creatures, the episode from Sunbow where Junkyard gets his mind controlled uh, and is turned uh, on his owner, junk, um, sorry, junk, yeah, Junkyard is turned on his owner, Mutt, um, and uh, they end up in, they end up kind of like, really, like, really letting Mutt get a head start into the swamp 
and then they send Junkyard out to, to uh, you know, to attack him. And while they're in the swamp, they come across an alligator. And as you can see in the background, uh, or an alligator or a crocodile, whatever you want to call it, I don't know the... I do know the difference. I do. Because I watched an ep- I watched a, a TV show, show about it very recently as well. But, but on the spot right now, I can't tell you what that is. I'm just going to say crocodile. It's probably an alligator. Anyway... Um, there you go. You've got the the croc in the background there from Cobra's Creatures. And here's a couple of screenshots from that episode. Um, there's the the croc and there's Mutt, um, sorry, Junkyard in the uh, the swampy water. And uh, there he's getting chased. He looks terrified there, doesn't he, Junkyard? I mean, I would be as well if I had a crocodile coming up behind me. Um, I'd probably be... I'd probably be um, like literally filling the water with um, my defense mechanism of a lot of poop. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that is one thing I wanted to kind of point out. But the other thing I'd like to mention is it's not the first time that um, Cobra's Creatures has been called out on the on the artwork of a figure. And that is the Valkyries obviously had the castle that appeared in that episode. And um, yeah, Fiona was in Sunbow. Exactly. So like, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, I'm just going to, let's come back quickly to this. Um, I'm going to just say it's Fiona, even though it's homaging something that wasn't necessarily that. But you never know. That could have been one of Crocmaster's Crocs. It could have been a Fiona in the Sunbow episode, if you know what I mean, in their classified universe. I'm getting really meta now. But I'm just going to say it's classified continuity, so it's probably Fiona. Uh, which is awesome. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so Cobra's Creatures featured on the uh, artwork homage here to the Valkyries, the, obviously the castle and the uh, and everything. And then also, if you really carefully and closely, between the legs of the Valkyries, and I don't mean in that way, you dirtbags, uh, yes, there's Junkyard with his glowing blue eyes. Now, one thing I would like to point out here, a couple of things I'm going to point out. One... I was very surprised they didn't include a glowing eyes head for Junkyard, right? Um, so with that said, I think it's uh, interesting that there might be another Junkyard around the corner, which, you know, there's been multiple Timbers. We haven't had multiple Fionas yet, but they could ease. Well, they haven't had multiple Crocs yet, but you could easily do Python Patrol Croc Master and get a, uh, you know, like a an albino croc or the all red. You know, I'd, I'd, I think an all red croc would be amazing, honestly. Um, as like, you know, a bit random and crazy as it is, Cobra doing experiments. Like it could just be like one of those things where they make it more aggressive and it, it changes color as well. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, so I, I think the possibilities of another junkyard are quite high. And of course, yes, Craig's already ahead of the game there, um, is where I'm going. I think a Marauder's repaint of Mutton Junkyard would be great. And uh, you could also, I mean, I personally would even love a UK exclusive Mutton Junkyard repaint where Mutt has that really cool, like, deco with the blue in it and the black and the brown and everything. It's really nice deco. It's really top-notch. He's also ginger as well and from Scotland. Um, and Junkyard could uh, be grey as well, like that kind of grey colour that he was repainted in. But let's be more, it's more likely he'd be, it'd be a Marauder's repaint, I think. Um, and if they do that, then yeah, this is definitely a head sculpt with those glowing eyes. 
that you could put in with that set. And I think that would be well cool. Uh, Marauders as well, he's so good. Spirit also had a UK variant. Yes, he did, figure six pack. We've had quite a few UK variants, absolutely. Um, uh, I was just thinking of that um, that packaging we got with the kind of three packs. Uh, they are not they weren't necessarily exclusive um, figures, but well, one of them was in low light. Um, so low light got the um, kind of Marauders repaint treatment as the only low light we could get in the UK. But that was effectively, if you look at the the UK low light and the Marauders low light, there is an ever so slight difference in shade in the colours. Um, anyway. So yeah, and the spirit is gorgeous. That spirit with the grey and the red, oh, absolutely phenomenal redeco of that figure. So yeah, I really like those. Anyway, just throwing that out there. Um, we also get these, uh, the full loadout image as well on, on the white, so we can see all the stuff he comes with. Pistol, knife, tonfa, or nightstick as you call it as well, right? Oh, I mean, a, we call it a nightstick as well, I think. Um, that kind of, is that an M16 of some description or... M14, I don't know, let me know in the comments. I, I'm not au fait with every single um, rifle style in the family of that sort of right, um, a machine gun. Um, junkyard with the aggressive and the happy heads, I like that. Um, and his little kind of, you know, his secondary around his body as well. Great addition that. Loads of hands, uh, the helmet, the muzzle, and two different types of goggles as well. So you can have the goggles on with the helmet, and you can have the goggles over the helmet. So that's good. Um, and I, I will say that the hands, there's a lot of them, and it's, you look at it and you go, do we really need that many hands? But then you look at the photography, and boy, can you have some fun with this. So I think yes. Um, it's the Pew Pew Slinger 3000. Thank you, Jeremy. Much appreciated. <laughs> Um, Mutt originally had a mini Uzi. Um, oh yeah, it was kind of like a, um, it's like a submachine gun, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not that big a deal, is it really? And I think they were kind of mixing and matching and moving some things about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could have thrown that in there and it probably would have made more sense to the vintage, but you know, they're doing their own thing as well. So I don't know, it doesn't necessarily bother me. We have so many weapons already. Like, we have so many weapons in the, um, you know, in the classified series already that, you know, you just get one that you think is more suited and you use that. Um, is it a teaser for a recall of Fiona on the box, New Monkey? I don't think so. I think it would be more likely it's just an homage to that episode but then also they get an opportunity to throw a crocodile in the background. If anything, it just looks like the same Fiona. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess. I mean, it could be though. I'm not gonna. I, I can't say yes or no because it could. They could do a. They could do a, another Fiona. But I would expect them to do a Python Patrol Croc Master if they were going to redo it. And I would expect them to do something completely different with the Croc, like red albino, like like we were joking about on that the interview with Emily and Lenny. Yeah. Just wanted to drop that name, that name drop in there. It's my name only reveals for the day. Um, but yeah, so anyway, then we'll see the, yeah, there they are all geared up, looking cool. And I love that muzzle on, on Mutt. It's well good. Um, and there's a back shot of him as well on white, just in case you wanted to see some of the details on the back. Not a great deal going on, really. That I mean, there's a little panelling on the back of the secondary, 
but there's not loads to really get stuck into. Is that hair on his arm or a tattoo? I can't remember. I'll have to look at some other shots. It looks like... It hair? I think it's hair. Um, I don't think he's got a tat, has he? No, it's hair. Okay, so let's, let's look at some of these awesome shots then from shooting the galaxy. It's arm hair, yeah. I oh, sorry, I was I just I just wanted yeah, I, I, knew, I kind of had a feeling it was. I just uh thought for a second, oh, did they put tattoos on him? No, they didn't. Um, so yeah, we've got this great shot here. I love this one where he's holding the handle on the kind of like secondary of um junkyard as he's kind of like got the rifle up as well, like that. It's a really nice shot, really dynamic. Uh, you can kind of you can feel what's going on here and you can see the movement. It's really, really cool. Possibly Outback's forearms. Yeah, po possibly. I mean, they the, I don't see the point in doing this. Is the, the funny thing to me is when people kind of complain about the reuse in the line, but it's like, why would you make completely unique figures every single time? That makes no sense. Like it wouldn't last very long, the line. And all of these things are like, you know, it's a forearm or it's like a your leg. I'm not having a go at you, by the way. Um, ship about that i just I, there's a lot of comments recently about reuse i'm like well of course what, what you, and also the amount of new tooling that's been pumped into this line recently is mental so they are definitely churning this stuff out getting us new stuff getting us stuff that's going to be utilized again in the line elsewhere so i mean it's a balance at the end of the day and honestly if you're talking do we have more reuse than we do new stuff? Then you're not looking at it close enough, genuinely. Um, and of course, you, what's the point in doing the same, the different naked body each time? It's like, it's going to be the same, you know? And they've got a lot of different bucks out there too. Um, you know, and there's more to come, I may add. Uh, yes, there's a little bit of, there's a little hint of uh, what's to come in the future. There's a couple of new body types around the corner. Yeah, use that as you will. Use that information as you will. <laughs> I'm not saying any more, but there are a couple of new things popping up in terms of bodies. Anyway, the human body is not that different. Yeah, to be to be fair, if you're dealing with this kind of thing, yeah. Repaints, though, I mean, are there really? I have got a table of about, I want to say about, 30 figures that are all just different unique figures characters etc etc yes there are repaints but like i mean tiger force it's gonna happen night force it's gonna happen and the beauty part of that is we've got more new stuff in night force than we ever have would have had you know like that's nuts to me like all those opportunities just to repaint figures again and they've gone no let's give them big ben shooter mole rats you know what i mean like and yeah there's a crimson alley viper in there i see i see your point <laughs> but um yeah if you get get what i'm saying is like that there's where there's there is reuse and there is repaint there is also a huge batch of new and you just have to look at the five figure waves that we've got coming out like it's nuts nuts so that it's like uh that and also you don't have to get every single thing that's the other thing like if if you're, you know, if you think like in terms of um, the repaints, if you're happy just having that character as is, you don't need them, don't get them. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's more a comment, I would say, guys, 
on the comments I'm hearing a lot of, not necessarily what you're saying in the comments here. It's just reminding me uh, of that in certain cases. Um, uh, Paul says, reuse or not classified always does a great job with colorways, so that is, it isn't glaringly obvious. This is the best toy line out there. I have to agree on that one, Paul. I really do. Um, Adam says, Chris, are you confirming fatal fluffies? Of course I am. I'm always confirming fatal fluffies. Um, New Monkey says, that's my favorite look. Muzzle on with the goggles over the helmet. Uh, sorry, I, uh, well, that one. That one. It's a good one, isn't it? Sorry, that's not that one at all. It was that one. That's your favorite look, isn't it, New Monkey? Cool. Um, sorry, I was all over the place there. Looking at some other shots, obviously. This is another thing about um, <laughs> Nemesis Enforcer, Big Lob. I mean, all good shouts. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I can't say anything. I just wanted to let you know that there's more coming in the future. Um, I know you're joking, Stygian. It's all good, bud. Um, um, when they make new vest, wrist guards, holsters, etc., etc., that make the character unique. It's fine if arms, legs, or bodies are reused. Absolutely, Leon. I, th I think so, honestly. Um, heard rumors that Shockwave is being delayed. Anyone confirm? I'm not sure. I never really know what's going on in terms of distribution after the fact. I know what's coming. I never know when it's coming. <laughs> like, I like it's funny. Anyway, uh, can't say Joe, but you know, um. It's a good, it's a good guess. Is all I'm saying on that one. Um, who do you predict we will get first for the Joes? Dial tone or mainframe? Says Matt. Dial tone or mainframe? I haven't. Okay, I will say I don't know either of those in the line plan yet. So um, nothing on on the in the recent future that I'm aware of. That said, if I was to guess which one they would do first, I think they're like they're almost neck and neck in terms of like iconic, you know, that level of iconography is what I mean. Not like saying they are truly iconic, but like their levels, their iconic, their iconic levels are about the same. Their release, I want to say their original releases were around about the same time, were they? Maybe Dalton was first. I can't remember. Maybe 85, were they? I can't, I really can't remember when those two came out. Um, let me just have a quick butchers. So mainframe was, uh, mainframe was 86. Uh, I think dial tone might have been before him then. Let's just have a double check. Um, dial T win. I don't know what I put in there then. It just did not turn out as I typed it at all. And dial tone was 86. Yeah, both 86. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I would say in terms of mainframe and dial tone, they're kind of neck and neck in like, you know, like both are out of the, around originally around the, at the same time, both equally utilized in like the cartoon, uh, both, you know, I would say like they're almost like they always come like they're almost like a, a a couple that I would put up there with like Bazooka and Alpine, even though they're not like utilized in the same way. You still see Dalton and Al and Dalton and Mainframe playing computer games before the uh, Arise to Pentor Arise episode at the beginning of the first episode of Arise to Pentor Arise. So you do kind of see them kind of together. I've actually used in the past artwork for word burglar and myself 
um, I've used dial tone and mainframe. Me as mainframe on a beat pad, and I haven't released it yet. And dial tone as word burglar with a microphone. Um, but that's that. That was a bit of fun that I did on the side. I don't. I've never. I don't think I've posted that. But uh, I kind of want to now. I'm gonna speak to him and see if he, he'll let me uh, re like reveal that. Uh, we're not obviously. Does it's not related to a project or anything. We just thought it'd be like I thought it would be a fun thing to do. And because we worked on a track, uh, multiple tracks together um we it was i thought it'd be fun to do something like that so yeah maybe i'll 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 share that soon i'll speak to him and see what he says um anyway um what was i talking about they're both hang on let me get this right so mainframe mainframe got brazil special mission brazil repaint and dial tone got sonic fighters and what was the other one he got? Did he get like? I want to say, oh man, I am I am failing on dial tone information right now. Uh, Night, no, Tiger Force is what I'm thinking of, but that was that was more in, um, what's the word in the modern era, wasn't it? Like modern era, like two thousands. Um, dial tone was in Brazil as well. Yes, he was. He was Tim. So the fact they're both in the Mission Brazil set, duh, and yeah, like th there's a lot of. You know, there's a lot of stuff kind of like, it's hard to say who's going to come first, Duke or Scarlet. Who's going to come first, Cobra Commander or Snake Eyes? Do you know what I mean? Like, who? <laughs> it's like that level, like where they're both kind of at the same kind of, you know, they're both on the same level, basically. Um, so, yeah, anyway, let's coming back to Mutt and Junkyard. I've gone on a massive tangent there. Um, I, I will say I'd love to see Mainframe or Dial Tone either way, please and thank you. They've actually both had like gender swaps as well in the in the future, like like in later on in the line as well. I know, um, yeah, they've both had that happen at times as well. So in you know, like different continuities and stuff. So um, yeah, they've they've literally followed such a similar path that it's kind of funny to me. Um, so yeah, I can't say either way. I think I think they're both going to come at the same time. They'll just have to happen in the same wave, won't they? Um, I would love though if they do mainframe to have that huge laptop tech like uh like you know uh briefcase because that thing is dope and it does look like it looks like something you see in a recording studio that's which is, which is what I really love about it um but they could do some fun things with him and then yeah throw a tablet in throw some other things in I think that would be wicked um anyway uh what was I gonna say yes okay so yeah more shots of these beauties. Um, this is a good one too, pet patting him on the head and his tongue's out and everything. That's just adorable. Um, again, like you're seeing all of the hands being utilized here. Like that one's kind of like hold, you know, hold fire as they're looking around the corner. It might even be kind of signaling him to, to move in that direction uh, as well. You can take that kind of one or two ways. Um, yeah, or yeah, but that's really cool. Um, and then this one's really cute as well, like off offering him either like a snack or telling him to come here or whatever. I love that one. That's a really good shot. Um, and I haven't seen necessarily in any of these images just yet, I haven't seen any kind of cheeky homages around the corner or anything. There's nothing in that one, I don't think. Um, I'm just having a good butchers because I've missed so much in the past. Uh, you never know, there could be something hidden in the, the dust there. Um, but let's, <laughs> who's he waving to? Hiya. Um, Mutt knows him because he's happy and his tongue's out though. Sorry, Junkyard knows him. I keep saying Mutt for Junkyard, annoying. Um, and yeah, this is a great one as well. Like again, 
uh, I like this one. I, I would have been it'd been really fun if he'd got treats, you know, like a little bag of like a little you know, like because the fact that which, which is it the um, the Battlecore version has got like a little dog bone treat on his uh, yeah or a couple maybe on his uh, uh, set on his top right here near his shoulder. Really cool. Check out if you don't if you're not aware of that, go on to 3D Joe's to check out that mutton junkyard from that that year. And um yeah, just look at the artwork and the figures, got the little uh, dog bones, it's so cute. So that would have been fun. A couple of little treats would have been nice. Um it's a great figure, and junkyard looks they, they do so well with the animals. I say that like you know, with the bigger animals, they do so well. Like freedom, I have issues with the legs and because it kind of looks a little bit playmobile in like where the, the joins are and also the you know the, the claws of the like the pegs sticking out just look a little bit they could have done something with that i think um so anyway i will say i will say yeah they do great with some of the with with the animals fiona obviously is an absolute is a classic stunning figure timber multiple timbers phenomenal this junkyard next level um but then, like you know, when it gets a bit smaller, like freedom, I have a, I have some issues with um, only in the legs though. It ball joints would have been better, I think, for the legs on that one. And um, Polly, and again, Polly's a lot smaller, so I get it. But the fact that she's just like a you know one little mold is it's all right. But yeah, Norga hides ball is going to be insane. Is all I'm saying on that one. Absolutely, haven't seen it yet. By the way, um, I would tell you if I had seen it. Uh, but I cannot wait to see that bad boy. Um, Mercer's Pastor Pierogi says, I feel like we'll get a Mercer figure sooner or later. I'm sure it'll be version one, but I'd really love a version two. Yeah, Pastor Pierogi. I think Mercer's definitely one that will be on, you know, it'll be one that's kind of like half like expected, but with some surprise. I like, you know, it's it's not, he's not like a hugely known character, but the fact he's just shown up on the cover of that, um, uh, that, uh, you know, the Skybound image, um, covers i think would be you know wouldn't be too far of a, a stretch to think that maybe mercer might be further along in the line plan again i haven't seen that particular character by the way yet um but um i think that would be a good one um i haven't seen it on the line plan is what i'm saying how many points do i lose for coming in tardy well you don't get a treat michael gene fleming like junkyard's about to get uh <laughs> We need a Devil's Due shipwreck with an in-flight poly. That's a good idea, Ed. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, but, I mean, there are so many good, like I was saying, so many good animals. Even the snake uh, from Serpentor is a really good, like, you know, again, it's a, it's a simple one kind of thing. They could have maybe done it so that it wasn't fused together and maybe made it a little bit softer, like the original, kind of made it a little bit more, I don't know, like maybe had like a, a wire running through it or something, like they've done with Fiona's tail. Although I don't know what that is. Exactly. They did mention it ages ago in that interview I did with them, but I can't remember exactly. Anyway, um, they've done some phenomenal animals, and I think they're only going to do some even better ones going forward. And of course, we've got Raptor as well. That was name dropped, wasn't it? And yeah, that's going to be cool and interesting to see what they do with those birds. Anyway, it's another good shot here of him lying in the sand. I just want to see if there's any, is there anyone in like the background I think we're clear. Someone will let me know. They'll say, you missed this. And I'll be like, damn it. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, this is the first time I've been seeing a lot of these images, honestly. I threw them straight into this um, 
slideshow, and that's the first I've seen of them. Uh, this is a nice one. And I do love that nightstick as well. I think that's a really cool um, accessory. Does that go in the back of his belt? I didn't see before if there was a loop for it, and I haven't seen it on him. So I'm assuming there's a loop for it somewhere. Can anyone tell me if they've seen that nightstick somewhere on his person? Mm. Might be. I've got a feeling it might go in the belt somewhere on the back, but I haven't seen it. So I don't know. Maybe not. But I hope they do have storage for it because that just seems like such an obvious thing. Um, anyway, there it is. There's the nightstick or tonfa, as I used to call it, because that's what it, that's what the martial arts uh, term was for that kind of weapon. Similar web weapon, anyway. It's slightly more. Um, uh stylized as a nightstick isn't it with the kind of handle grip and all that kind of stuff uh, but yeah 25th anniversary might had large thighs why who knows this has definitely fixed that aspect of the uh, figure hasn't it um, um yeah awesome and here he is with his knife that's not a knife it is a knife chris stop saying things aren't knives just because you keep reciting crocodile dundee uh, lines Anyway, awesome. Then we move on to Metalhead. Bang, bang. Yeah, here we are with Metalhead. Uh, again, with this uh, very nice red, rich red for the Cobra factions, the enemy factions. And a nice big chunky Iron Grenadiers logo slapped over the uh, Cobra logo as well, which is nice. Um, I think it would have been interesting, more interesting, if they'd have made each faction its own very significantly different from Cobra kind of packaging. So rather than having any Cobra logo on there, it would just be Iron Grenadier's logos, Destro logo in the background, different color to signify um, Destro's troops, maybe gold, you know, like that would be kind of cool. Um, I, I, But I get what they're talking about. Like Cobra is like the... You know, in their their continuity, their narrative, which is only really existing in their heads, and maybe on some of the artwork and stuff like that. But you know, like I can see that they're kind of, you know, it's like Cobra, and then these sub factions of Cobra. You know, Destro is very much in with Cobra, but he has his own thing. So it would have been kind of cool to have that, you know, ex like spe specially kind of explained in the packaging. It would have been nice to just be like, oh, we're going to get. You know, all the Iron Grenadiers are going to come in this. All of the Cobra-related, you know, figures come in this. All of the Tiger Force get their own, you know, that kind of thing. Python Patrol get their own. You know, that would have been kind of interesting and fun, I think. Um, don't get me wrong. I love that. I kind of really have enjoyed the packaging for the last couple of years. These ones are just going to be enjoyed just as much as the last period. I'm kind of happy that they've kept so much of that previous style of packaging and you know, they really haven't lost anything, in my opinion, now by doing this with the window and having the figure with all the, the lineup of accessories. It just kind of makes it nice that we don't have to lose that, you know, like on the back of the on the of, of the box. And of course, um, when we look at all that good stuff that he comes with, that is a pretty hefty loadout as well. I love that the missiles, like you've got four small and two big. So obviously you've got two big launches on the top and you've got the four small for the thighs, right? So, but I like the fact that each 
missile or all like each of the two subsets of missiles there as you can see them have different blast effects for them i think that's really awesome um chris the packaging changes every time we sneeze don't get too perturbed or attached either way exactly i just feel like it's it's almost like this is the this is like the not the end because we know there's going to be new packaging eventually we know that's going to happen but i get the feeling this is going to be the this is the kind of like the the development to this phase do you know what i mean like i feel like they would have done this had they um, not had that um point where hasbro was saying plastic free do you know what I mean? I feel like that would have been that, but without that phase of play in the middle of the the line, I think we'd have had this sort of packaging anyway. Uh, but it, or or maybe not. Maybe we would have just kept going with what they were doing, right? And that also makes you think. Well, if they'd have done that, I, I as much as I like that, I feel like this is way more like interesting because. You see one image of all of the figures, and they throw a new one on, or a new couple on every wave or whatever. You're not. Re There's only a couple of times that it was like, "Oh, who's that going to be?" And like there was that one shot of the kind of what looked like the hard master, or possibly Snake Eyes, just out of his costume, kind of sitting in the middle. Do you remember that? Like kind of in in the Arashikagi kind of like kind of setting, in the right in the middle of the shot, and they were all around it. Like I wonder if they'd have just gone that route con consistently and never would have tried this. Based on the fact they were their hand was forced, and because their hand was forced to do, you know, like the front had to be all artwork and, and render, the back had to be this. Maybe without having to do that, they wouldn't have got to this phase, which I think is now probably the best of both worlds. Like, so that for those that want the windows, you've got them, but for those that want this, you've got that too. And I love this so much. I think the renders look great. I think. It always makes the figure look phenomenal and cool and shows them with all the gear. The call-outs are really cool. But more importantly, I love the tiny little homages. I think they're really great. Uh, Rachel has said, are the yellow glasses attached to the hairpiece? Yes. So he's got one hairpiece that's regular, and he's got one hairpiece that's got the, the goggles on it, basically. So the goggles aren't separate, basically. That visor is attached to the hair, yeah, which is a good way of doing it, really. Um, and it's not like you're not going to be like having to put the goggles on and then the hair or the goggles like clumsily over the hair, which sometimes does happen. Um, yeah. So I think in terms of packaging, this is, this is kind of like, I'm happy with this genuinely happy. Um, I was a little bit gutted that we were, we were kind of moving away and we we're having the windows back mainly because I just, I really enjoyed the packaging. Uh, but now we've got, like I said, the kind of best of both worlds. We've got that little bit of artwork for him as well, which is really, really good, by the way, on the front of the box. I didn't even mention that, but that is phenomenal. And it really kind of shows that cold slither thing on the front of his um, neck armor too, which is pretty dope. Um, and then, of course, yeah, and the call-outs on here. Uh, now, I've zoomed in on a lot of things here. So this is the first thing we'll talk about. A lot of people thought, well, it's Buzzer with his chainsaw. Guys, it's not. I can tell you now, it is not Buzzer, all right? It is Norgahide, trust me, and we'll just move on from it. Um, and there the are multiple reasons. One of them was I was told. <laughs> but the, the main other things to think about here, taking that out of the out of the way, is the fact that it's Metalhead, and it's the train from, like, the, the, the Deke series. Um, there you go. There's the train that it's um, referencing. There's the train again that it's referencing. So that there is that there. 
Uh, and more important than any of this is that Metalhead and Norgahide are both in the the Deke series as prominent kind of characters for the for the villains, the away team <laughs> for the villains, right? And not just that, but we just heard that Norgahide is coming name only reveal uh, with with his boar, his wild boar. So um, amazing, right? Like, awesome. Put all of those things together, of course this is Norgahide. And he's holding his hat in the air, by the way, not a, a chainsaw. And one other thing I'll throw in here as well is this shot, because it's from Granny Dearest, I believe, the train as well. Uh, and there is your, there's your Norgahide and your Metalhead and your Granny. Uh, granny would have been good in the background, wouldn't she? In actual fact, let's have another look just to see if she's not in, like, one of the windows of the trains or something. That would have been great. He should have had his granny in the background, shouldn't he? Big time. Anyway, it's only he only gets Norgahide and the train in the background, but it's a nice. Uh, it's the USA Cartoon Express. Ed, do you know what's really funny about that? Is that I when I came to visit the US, Granny confirmed yes, Captain K. Could you imagine? I'd be well into that. No one else would want that figure. I would be all into. I hate that episode, and I hate. It's so hard to watch. I can't deal with it. But I would love that figure. What is wrong with me? Anyway, side side note, Cartoon Express. I re recall vividly watching uh, an episode of GI Joe, which was skeletons in the closet, and it was the Lady J when she visits, when she goes to that castle. It turns out to be Destro's, and so on and so forth. Right now, that was I think the first episode I saw in the United States. I missed. Like there was, it was never on the first time I was out there, but the second time I was out there, it was, and it was on the USA Cartoon Express, and I vividly remember that whole like bumper with like Duke and Scarlet sitting in the in the in the cab, Duke out the window and stuff like that. It just it was so cool and bizarre to me, but I loved it. And it's funny you mention that Ed, because yeah, I think I was talking to the guys about that maybe on a monthly episode a while back, or maybe we were just talking in you know just talking shooting the shiz elsewhere but i bloody loved the usa cartoon express i thought it was so much fun yeah so that would have been probably in like the early 90s for me um very early 90s anyway anywho maybe granny will be on norga hides art says bick now we are talking now we are talking uh, T.O.R. says, not knowing the character, looked like he was holding up a turkey leg or something. Uh, it actually does look like a turkey leg now. Thanks. I can't unsee that, T.O.R. Um, Granny is a Haslab, Leon. Oh, could you imagine? that? Just that figure. $800. <laughs> uh, it would be a Granny the Viper 2-pack, the Viper two pack. yeah. Um, oh, Pastor Pierogi, that is genius. The first figure Hasbro should have made for the comeback of window packaging would have been the Viper. You just won the internet. Well done. Congratulations. We'll go home now. That's not, that's not going to be topped. Anyway, so there are the, the call-outs to the train and the granny, of course, that's combining uh, the, right, for just for this screenshot, Norgahide and um, Metalhead. And, of course, yeah, the Destro logo. This was one thing I think people were a little concerned about when they saw the Iron Grenadiers logo on the front of the box. Everyone commented, I think, well, not everyone, a lot of people commented saying, are they going to do the, the the classic logo or is that going to be the... And I'm like, 
I, I would imagine we'll get the tampo, and lo and behold, there it is. Destro tampo logo is going to be on those figures. Uh, it'll, no doubt it will be on the Iron Grenadier, which was name dropped very recently. Um, what else have we got in the Iron Grenadiers? We've got Targats, Annihilators, Undertoes. We've got uh, Wild Boar, funnily enough. We've got um, Darklon. We've got other types of Iron Grenadiers, like heavy artillery Iron Grenadiers. We've got Winter Coat Iron Grenadiers as well, actually, in that um, October Guard um, set, that October Guard club set from a uh, concept from back in the day. Um, there's more, right? Am I missing some? Voltar. Thank you, Craig. Sorry, I, I was saying it and not looking at it. Ferret, the driver. Yes, figure six pack. That's another one. Um, I said Undertow. Um, oh, Undertow Officer in that in that case. The female Undertow Officer. Um, uh, so we've got 10 options already without even thinking about it. Obviously, the drivers, yeah. And obviously Destro. And I think I think Destro and I think Destro and the Despoiler are a given. I don't think Worms is Craig. Is I thought Worms was just a Cobra. I didn't know it was Destro or Iron Grenadiers. Nullifier. Yes, thank you. Nullifier is one. I forgot about that. Uh, said Annihilator. Um, yeah. So again, we've got a we've got a little bit of We've got we've got a lot of characters to work with, is what I'm saying, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were other things thrown in there. Wink, wink. That are Iron Grenadier based, but we haven't necessarily seen in the past before. If you can work out what that cryptic clue is, then well done. It's not that difficult to work out. Effectively, something new, but also something old. Um, IGs need snow troops. Yes, Jeremy. So I guess like, um, yeah, like those kind of winter jacket Iron Grenadiers are really cool. I'd love to see a winter jacket uh, Destro too. Um, and like you could kind of do that Baroness with from Resolute in that style. It's like a long grey jacket style. I love those. Scrap Iron kind of technically is Viper, isn't he, in a sense? He was in his file card working for um, Mars and Destro and creating um, stuff for them. So yeah. I'm not saying either way, Craig, but yeah, good, good, good idea. On good, good, good possible guess there. <laughs> um, so yes, that Destro kind of tampo, um, we're going to see that I, again. I imagine uh, going forward, which is great, and I'm really happy about that. Um, here's the loadout, and we can kind of see the missiles and the blast effects very clearly now. So it's like lots of different stages of missile effect here. So as you can see, the the plug slots into the hole of the um, uh, launcher with the kind of the blast effect kind of starting as the on right on the edge of said launcher. So that's nice to know as well. They The missiles are also detachable from the blast effects as well. So you can just put the missiles in there on their own and they slot in there with like poke out and poke out basically. Um, then, of course, you've got the kind of different kind of head configuration. So you've got the, the flowing hair, which looks phenomenal. I love it. 
but the face and the head sculpt's gorgeous, by the way. We haven't really talked about that. And there's another couple of images we'll see later where he's got a little tattoo, which is really freaking cool. Uh, lovely addition to Metalhead makes him so much more interesting too. So you've got that kind of like wavy black hair one, and then you've got the wavy hair, but you've got the visor. Um, and that's another great, you know, addition. Uh, so it's not like, you're not messing around with lots of little parts, basically. I like that. I do like that. Um, and then you've got the, this new helmet, which, again, I was—I definitely have to say I was, I was on the fence with when I, when I saw the pre-production. When I was told it was Metalhead's helmet, I was definitely like, mm, is it, though? And but no, well, I knew it was because we were told officially. But it was the I was kind of thinking at the time, is that going to work? Is what is really what I was getting at? Is it going to look right? Is it what's the deco going to be? And since seeing it on all the, the action shots, I'm like, yes, it works. Yes, it looks phenomenal, and yes, it fits his character to a T. So um, also he gets the that really cool backpack with all the connectivity missile systems. Uh, it kind of looks, yeah, Leon says his missile system on his on his uh, own, on its own looks like a flying robot. It really does. Uh, he does, Captain K, he does have a teardrop tattoo. We'll have a look at that a bit closer on one of the other uh, shots. And of course, he's got the secondary thigh pieces, which obviously allow the um, uh, the plugins and stuff like that for the, uh, the side missile. So that's really cool. And um, yeah, the rifle and the little gun, again, reuses, but work well with him. And he's got to have some sort of firepower, I guess, other than the missiles. And a little knife as well that goes into his um, secondary on the front of his chest, I think. So that's really cool. Um, anyway, I think this figure looks great. Um, figure six, basically, looks like, I thought it looked like, looked like a desert scorpion. Oh, the um, the backpack does, doesn't it, actually? It really does. Um his backpack better stay on, unlike every other classified figure. Don't get me started on backpacks, New Monkey. I They drive me mad sometimes, the ones that don't really go in there uh, properly. Ugh, drives me nuts. Um, his voice in this Deke series is a love-hate to me. The tat is a teardrop because he's sensitive, lol, says Craig. Yeah, I, it, it's definitely love-hate. I mean, I'm personally... It's, I struggle watching the Deke series, but I know Adam, Riches, massive, you know, good friend of the show, good friend of myself... Um, he loves the show. Um, so it's, I think it's one of those things where if you've grown up with it, it's more likely to be, you know, more kind of like you, more connectivity. Like I love the Sunbow series. Um, but then like, you know, Pat, for example, didn't grow up with it, didn't hardly saw any of the episodes because uh, it wasn't syndicated where he was. So, you know, it's kind of like different strokes for different folks in this sense, isn't it? Um, anyway, let's get on with, look at this mental, look, look all that stuff. That's not even all the gear because he's still got another rifle that he can't hold and the hairpiece and the helmet that's not there. But it's nice that you can have all the different versions of him, basically. Sly Rax, says Leon. Do you know who I think it look, reminds me of? When he's got, when, I'll, I'll show you when we get to the helmet image. Oh, let's talk about the back here because this is freaking awesome. This is going to, this is almost like that. I'm sure Lenny spoke about something like this with another character. Who was it, guys? Or am I, did I dream this, where he was talking about a backpack that fused into the back and kind of merged in with it, with what was going on on the secondary? He was talking about, what was he talking about? Do you remember that? Because he hasn't talked about Metalhead, has he? 
we haven't had that episode where that live event where they've discussed Metalhead, but I've almost dreamed a thing where he's talked about a backpack merging into the into the secondary that they're wearing. But what was it that he was talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was on a live event, and he was talking through. He was talking through like a figure they were showing off at the time. Or I have dream, dreamed this, and this is just all mental from me. But in any case, I love that the back, the, the secondary works as like a, like an all-consuming segment for the backpack, and it's like one big thing, like backpacks, secondary. It's all like one thing, and I love that. I think I might have even dreamed this. I might have even dreamed where he talked about this. Um, I don't. I, I knew it wasn't obviously about Metalhead because he hasn't had that. Con- we haven't. Had, there hasn't been that event where he's talked about Metalhead yet. But what figure was it that he was talking about? Where the backpack sort of. What do you know? What I'm talking about. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Probably not. I do feel like I remember him showing the underside of a backpack with all the details and the back molded in. This is very recent, by the way. I'm talking about. It must have been during PulseCon. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again and see what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, was it the Action Dive or maybe Airborne or Glenda? No. No, it wasn't those. I'm going to have... All right, I'm going to have to... We'll put that on pause because otherwise we'll be here for months. Anyway, I love the back of that. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Loads of cool detail on the secondary. And I love that it's going to kind of merge in with the um, the gear that goes in with it. It's very cool. And look at this. So this is... This is the image that sold me on this helmet. And also, I will say, this is the image that reminds me not of necessarily Sly Rax, which is a good shout, by the way, but uh, Cravex from Visionaries. I should have put a picture up as well. I actually sent one in the group to say, this looks like Cravex from the Visionaries. Um, There's Cravex with his helmet on. And mainly, you know, because he's got the similar face, kind of the beard kind of uh, style. Um, with the mouth showing and like the you know just just that like mouthpiece kind of showing, I think that's what it is that's reminding me of it so much. But um, I don't know. I just really think this is a phenomenal looking um, you know looking figure and everything. Was it the Techno Viper? Could be. I could be doing one of those. Um, what's the word? <laughs> Mandela effect scenarios where I've made it up in my head, but it's so real to me. I thought he said it about Metalhead, said Matt. Matt, when has he talked about Metalhead? And why can I not think? Was it during the name only reveal? Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. It was Metalhead because they revealed it as a render, didn't they? Okay, okay. I'm back in the game now, guys. It was about Metalhead. (laughs) He was talking about Metalhead because, yes, they have revealed Metalhead on a live event. They have. They revealed the um, friggin' um, name only, followed by the render. I'm an idiot sometimes. I really am. And yes, he was talking about the combination of backpack to secondary there. Okay, thank goodness for that. That was going to kill me for the rest of the day until I watched that episode. Anyway, thank you, Matt Drake, by the way, for just going, Chris, you're an idiot. It was obviously about Metalhead. Thank you. You're right. I'm not crazy. I am a little bit, but not for this. Um, quick kicks backpack, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that melds into the secondary. No, it doesn't. Um, anyway, 
Uh, Leon says, Cravex head sculpt is a lot like clutch classified head. Interesting. I just think it's got a lot of Cravex going on, especially with that like, mouthpiece showing in that helmet. Anyway, this is what sold me on the helmet, this particular shot. And there's the old knife as well in the uh, the chest secondary. Very cool. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's have a look at the other shot. So again, you can also see some of the blast effects, different size blast effects being utilized here as well, which is really cool and kind of gives it that, you know, they're not all firing at the same time. There's like a little bit of a delay to let the other one off kind of thing. Um, kind of love that. Uh, just, just really cool. Looks great. This shot, Actually, you know, this it, it doesn't have to you could you could be looking at some sort of jetpack here. This looks like a jetpack to me. Uh, I also love the fact that as he's got the head down, the, the the neck armor kind of covers the whole face almost now. I really like that. There's just something really cool about this figure, man. I, I, I can't get over it. And I wasn't, I mean, I like the, the vintage figure's pretty cool, actually. It's very there's a lot going on, loads of accessories, it's a really fun figure. Um there's a lot of cool stuff about it, but it was never like you know it's one of the, one of those ones that really stuck with me as like you know the quintessential we need this kind of thing. But having seen this figure now in the classified series, it's like yes, we kind of did need it. Um, but this looks like it's, it does look like a jetpack in this configuration, really does, and it's a really cool shot. Yeah, no clarity here. Says yeah, cool shot. Craig says that is the best shot for me. Absolutely. Go go gadget copter says Leon. Love that. Um, no Clarity says, this figure looks fantastic. The guns are pretty cool too. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff with this one. Um, yes. Uh, and then we've, this is another good shot. Again, this is like showing you the kind of versatility of the articulation of the gear that he's got as well. I, I, I like it. I really do like it. The fact that you can move into these positions with those thigh pieces on as well, I wonder how much they hinder when you're kind of trying to move stuff around when they're connected. Not too much by the looks of things, but I do like the fact that, you know, he's again, you've got the head piece, the hair piece with the visor on this one, um, just firing the one missile. It looks like he's spent the rest of his missiles, which is pretty cool. Uh, and the poses in is great as well. So it shows you that you can get him into poses even with that gear on the back. So that's really good. Um, love that. Love that shot a lot. Um, where was that shot? Oh, this is a good one too. Like no more missiles, no more missile, no more Mister Nice Guy, no more missile Nice Guy. Does that make sense? Uh, and he's he's on the kind of like yeah, he's on the attack with the rifle. I like that. It's like yeah, of course he's got to have a secondary weapon. He has to, um, no doubt. Uh, and again, massive shout out to Shooting the Galaxy. He does amazing. I always shout him out because he does amazing work. But the the, the shots he he creates for their classified figures, I know for a fact, have turned like people around on on certain figures. Like they've gone, I'm not going to get that. And then they see Shooting the Galaxy's promo shots, and they're like, I'm going to get that twice. <laughs> so yeah, massive, massive. I I really like this a lot. And this is another great shot as well. You can really feel the movement here. You can see his foot like just up a little bit at the front, about to kind of step down. You, you just, you can see it's very, very military, you know, like th that kind of like pose, that feeling, the movement, very cool. Like he's just blown something up and he's gone to check on it to make sure it's dead, basically. Um, I like that. Really cool, really cool shots. Uh, another really good one. This one is like, I, I like the fact he's like in motion, in air, and also firing off a rocket too, like shouting bang as he does it. Great stuff. 
Um, what is his? Yeah. Oh, his hands on his 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 hands on his like visor, kind of keeping the um, the shot like in like keeping the lock on. Basically, that's really cool. I do like that. Thank God for knee pads. He's probably thinking that too when he lands. Although it is in the desert, so he should be all right. Um, and then this is the shot I wanted to talk about as well because you can see a little bit close from the head sculpts, and he's got that little tear tattoo right here, which again just is a lovely another addition I wasn't aware of and really like that kind of thrown in there too um and again some more kind of nice versatility shots of the gear the articulation of the the missiles launches and everything just a lot of cool stuff to enjoy on this figure and again you can really see the cold slither thing there very clearly um on the neck armor and you can see like the crosses where he's like taking out enemies very cool very cool rest in peace granny yeah he's blown a right up hasn't he and uh, finally, is this finally? Um, we've got this shot here of him walking through the desert. Gear kind of discarded, some gear discarded. Um, one missile that he's, I guess he's going to have to load into his thigh uh, cannon at some point. Uh, and he's got the knife out. So maybe he's kind of like at the point of, maybe that's a dud. Maybe the dud it didn't go off and he's left to fight hand-to-hand -hand combat style. I don't know. What cold slither thing, Leon? Look closely at the neck piece. Uh, there is the Cold Slither logo on there. That is the Cold Slither thing. We did, uh, there's a post, if you go back to our Facebook page, <clears throat> Leon, just, you might have to scroll through a few posts, or you could just look in our photos, there'll be a close-up of it, um, of the Cold Slither thing on the render, um, which obviously wasn't like super clear, but you could make it out. Um, but on this one, yeah, you can see it nice and clear. That It basically has a, a, a Cold Slither kind of like sprayed on stencil logo because um, he's a, a fan. He's a fan of the band. I'm also thinking now that that whole thing about Metalhead, I spoke to Lenny and Emily about Metalhead <laughs> on the interview. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Now he's, he's going to eat that last missile. He's hungry. Oh, yeah. He's like, mm -hmm. That's great. Um, nice one, no clarity here. I like that. Uh, Joe says, Metalhead was a clown in the cartoon, but this figure with all the poses that can uh, that can be done really draw me into getting the figure. Really a nice figure. Yeah, definitely. It really raises the character up a massive amount, in my opinion. Uh, the tat is a burn scar from his missile launch, it says Craig. Yeah, it could be, actually. I mean, who fires rockets that close to their face or thighs or groin? No, thanks. Um... They should release Cold Slither and release some songs for them. Well, Mark and Rose of Bowers, keep an eye on uh, Assembly Required this weekend, this coming weekend, 4th and the 5th of November. You might be hearing some uh, some cool stuff coming out of that particular place. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, they should release Cold Slither figures and some like a song, yeah, like an MP3 download of, the, uh, of their classic Cold Slither song. That'd be brilliant. Maybe get like a famous band to recreate it. Really pull, pull, pull out all the stops. That'd be freaking amazing, wouldn't it? Absolutely freaking amazing. I'd want the average Joe band, the average Joe band as well, to uh, come out too. That wicked. Um, yeah. Anyway, that is it. Couldn't find any other homage in the background of these images, uh, unfortunately. That doesn't mean there isn't. I just couldn't find any. Um, Cold Slither, this is getting out of hand. Calm down. <laughs> um, anyway, 
I, yeah, I'm blown away by these, no pun intended, uh, blown away by these amazing um, reveals from the Classified series. Of course, we also had um, that higher Destro as well, which is really nice to kind of see. And again, higher are churning that stuff out. But let's let's bring the show to a close. We'll do some more questions before we um, before we finish, but let's transition out. Then, uh, yeah, we'll kind of bring it to a close now. But if you do have any questions or comments, obviously we'll uh, keep them going for a little bit. Um, he's going to, oh, he's going to just chuck it because his backpack ran out of firepower. Is that the uh, missile? Yeah, I kind of, it, that's what it felt like to me in that narrative. Like he's got the missile because he was, it, like it was a dud or something. It didn't go properly. So he's pulled it out of the, of the missile. He's taken the knife out. He's throwing the missile away and he's about to walk over to, um, you know, to whoever it is to have like a hand to hand job. Hand to hand, you know what I'm talking about. Um, that's hilarious. I, I love it. I love my accidental lols. Um, I missed the first part of the stream, but it looks like Nightfall Shooter, Crimson Alley Viper, Mole Rats are shipping this week from Walmart Pulse. Thank you, Jeffrey, for that addition. Uh, I haven't mentioned that. I haven't said that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, good to know. Um, I, uh, yeah, th those figures look great as well. Shooter. Mm -hmm. Crimson Alley Viper and the Mole Rat, the Mole Rat specifically as well for me. Like, I'm really excited to see what that's all about, you know, in, in real life. Uh, it was a Freudian slip figure six pack, but also like a, a like almost like I say that so often anyway. <laughs> it's not really Freudian anymore. It's like on the, it's a surface level thing for me. Um, just don't throw it at Chuckles. He doesn't play that game. You're right, Sherlock. He'll be throwing it straight back at you. Um, yeah, Craig, Craig says Chuckles style. The hiss the uh, havoc missile. Love that. Um, in pillars of adventure, this is a good point. In some gang cultures, tear tattoos generally mean you've been in prison or have killed a person. Yeah, or both. Yeah, it it does. Um, I mean, metalhead, you could probably see has probably done some time in his past. It wouldn't be surprising. And also, I wouldn't be surprised that he's taken someone out with a you know a missile array like that. Um. UK Pulse, well behind for the newest wave, says Leon. It, yeah, does feel that way a little bit, um, which is funny. I, it, you know, it's it swings and roundabouts. And if you don't know what that means, it's a UK term that means um, it's, you know, it, it, it kind of fluctuates a little bit, right? It's one of those situations where sometimes the UK will get stuff early. Sometimes they'll get it later. Sometimes Canada gets it first. Sometimes, you know, they don't get it at all. Um, some Spain, France, France, like uh, other places in like Europe and stuff, they'll get it randomly first. So there's like a, I don't know, there doesn't seem to be like an actual pattern. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's all over the place. Um, Metalhead has the same Firefly body. Hope they fix the waste gap and all the problems that mold has. Um, does he now? I didn't even really notice, honestly. Again, they do so well to kind of like hide those elements with the reuse. And of course, the sec the secondaries obviously do a, a lot of work to to stop that. The the deco as well has a lot to uh, does a lot of work to stop that. I imagine the secondary is probably going to cause or going to prevent the um, torso cut from being an issue there dude because like yeah you'll be able to move it but that that secondary is going to add that extra level 
you know what I mean? Like of like resistance. So I think I think he'll be fine. I didn't have any issues with my Firefly figure. Just putting it out there. Um, none at all. Oh, one issue, sorry. No, I did. Not like structurally issues, but I did have a deco thing where it didn't come. Like there's, you know how it's like in almost little segments, the body. One segment didn't have deco camouflage on it. So random. Like they just missed that that mask that uh, the factory on that one figure. Um, it, it didn't bother me. And then I noticed it and I couldn't stop noticing it. But in terms of like um, the the, the 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 torso crunch is fine. Uh, there's no issues with that. And I know a lot of people do have issues with it. It sucks. Also noticed that Helix might have a few little issues in the old knees, which is a shame. Uh, the knee pins um, look a little bit ropey, which I'm hoping is something that isn't a ongoing issue or isn't an issue that happens the whole, like all of the Helixes. But it could do, and that could be a bit of a problem. And also the fact that the uh, the deck on the hair is a little bit off as well. Like they really have, they kind of the, the, some of the shots have that really dark roots, and they look really good. But now it's like lighter roots, much lighter. You can hardly see the difference. And then a black, and then the black, just a random black bit on the front. So it's like I don't know. You know, it's like you get over one problem, and then another problem arises, which is a shame. Um, anyway, that, but that's just from, and shout out as well to Travis Moody, a toy kind of mood. Go check out his reviews of, um, he did Chuckles and the three pack, the Bar Baroness and the Crimson Twins. And he's done, um, very recently as well, the Helix figure as well. So check those out. Bobby B as well, I think has got them in hand. So he's probably got a video coming or if it's not, it's already up, but, um, yeah, go check those out. Um, I've missed a lot of comments. Sorry guys. Um, what a dashing cashmere sweater Chris has on today, says Charlotte. Um, it's actually just a big knitted bad boy. It's a huge one as well. It's like one of those ones that covers. I'm showing you. I'm showing you. It's like just keeps going and going and going. It's really long, but I'm showing you like all the way. Look at that. I love it. It's really nice. It's big. It's it's comfy. It's warm. It's really cold at the moment. And I've been in a warehouse most of this morning. Um, yeah, so um yeah, I'm, I, I needed it on today. It's not cashmere though. That'd be pretty cool. If, I mean, it'd be way more expensive if it was. No, this is. I'm in like full fisherman mode at the moment with my beard and everything. Um, catchphrase, yeah, definitely. Uh, but bonus news content says Diana. Yes, hi Diana. Diana, props to you and that sweater, McLeod says M Price. Thank you. What if Metalhead never it unbrainwashed from cold? Yeah, that's true. Viper Scout, he might be brainwashed from cold slither, and that's why he needs just you know continued that. I like that idea. I like that narrative. Um, I'm on the roundabout and very occasionally get a go on the swings. <laughs> swings and roundabouts, Leon. Swings and roundabouts, mate. Um, if Mutton Junkyard can go up on Amazon, that'd be great. It's two hours late already. No, it's up on Amazon. There's a there's a it's been up on Amazon since one o'clock. No, since before one o'clock, like 12.55. Um, there is the links on Twitter. Go check out who would I say to check out? It was um, 80s Toy Boy on Twitter and Preternia. Uh, they'll have the links, 100%. Do you have any idea if we are done with pre-orders for 2023 now, says Tim? Um, I can't. I mean, I, I, I would say if I could think if we have any other outstanding things. I don't know. I don't know. I think they'll probably, a lot of the news, like, you know, the 60th, the retro, the... The next wave of five figures are probably for next year. So we'll probably 
we're probably good until like February, until GI Joe Day, um, which is the first of Feb, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There might there might be the odd, I don't know. I I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. I mean, you've got the SMS and the Techno Viper, which I could see going into next year, but I could also see happen before Christmas. Honestly, um, I don't know if they're going to do any events or any reveals or anything like that. I don't think so. It feels like this is, you know, they've already done so much. And I think now is going to be that kind of time period where we just, like, there'll be stuff coming in, but we'll also be kind of like, you know, chilling the hell out as well. Um, so I can't, I don't really know uh, is the answer on that one. Um, I need that. I need to do Christmas colors, Craig. Yes, I'll, I'll do a Christmas sweater. Don't you worry. Um, I want Chuckle so bad. He looks so cool. He is really good. Grandma Chris. Yes, Will. I'm rocking the grandma look because of Granny's dearest because of um, Metalhead's grandma. I think I have that same sweater or one very similar. Jamie Lynn, I got this from my mother. <laughs> my mom bought this from... Where do you get it from, mom? It's H&M. It's an H&M bad boy. Thanks, mom. Mom and dad. Love you. Uh, they got me a couple of nice sweaters, actually, when I went back home. So I picked them up and brought them back here. <laughs> um, I am wearing Mrs. Voorhees jumper from Friday the 13th. I am definitely Lostin. Shout out to Lostin Wallace as well. How you doing, bud? Um, I'm, so, yeah, you can call me Mrs. Voorhees from now on. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll rock that, that vibe. Um, I can't go to um, Assembly Required, Charlotte. No, we just can't. We can't we're not going to be able to... Uh, work it out this year unfortunately we really do want to go though i mean that's not something i'd have to convince kate to do like we really would love to go but we just can't like we we are in a position where we can't do it um we you know we've got to close on the old house and all that jazz as well um they've got to do a surprise santa snake eyes figure that that you know that's one thing that i could see the classified fandom just like being on what it would be love or hate um, the Black Series, I think it works really well with Star Wars because they've got that Christmas special kind of continuity, as it were. But like with with the Joe stuff, I I think it would just I'd go down like a lead balloon. Personally, I'd be, I'd think it'd be fun. Like it'd be fun to have like a couple of Joes in Christmas sweaters. But other people would be like, why? It's meant it's ridiculous. So I think it. I I, I don't know. I don't think we'll see it honestly. Um, how goes it, Chris? Always great to make your live chats. Uh, good. Thank you, Lostin. Hope you're well as well. As well, 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 well. Stop saying well. Um, Jamie Lynn's mum bought his as well. Brilliant. I like it. Um, Christmas classified, not in one million years, says Leon. I, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen. Um, we do need a Sunbow-inspired G.I. Joe holiday special first. You're right, Matt. Anyway, I'm going to bring it to a close today, guys. Um, thanks for joining me for the news of Higher Toys earlier this morning and, of course, classified series uh, Metalhead and Mutton Junkyard. Um, I'll be back. I'll be back probably this week with stuff. Uh, I've got another. What am I doing on the deck at the moment? Is let's talk classified Night Creepers. So that'll be the next video that goes out. Um, and then of course we've got a bunch of other stuff coming. Phoebe's already excited. Um, so yeah, I will see you guys on the next one. Um, yeah, and Phoebe's. Um, so that's it. That brings us to a close. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, full force. See you later.
That's it for this instalment of the Full Force News Burst. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe. See you next time and as always, Full Force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force